Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's set those lineups for week six, next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT in five. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings, and we're going to talk about some of the most pivotal start sick questions for week six. And we're going to start just with a, a general question about Thursday night's Bears Commanders game. Do you want to start anyone in this game? Like, if you don't have to. Well, if I mean, it's week six, the buys have started. Um, so, yeah, they're. I would rather start Carson Wentz than Russell Wilson or Matthew Stafford. So I want to start him over them. He's a top 12 quarterback for me. I'm not really excited about it. Uh, David Montgomery is a number two running back. I, I kind of want to start him. Um, I I semi want to start Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin. Samuel over McLaurin, but both as low-end number two wide receivers. Yeah, Montgomery, it's a situation where last week I expected him to be worked in a little more slowly because he didn't get a full week of practice in, and he pretty much played his normal role. It was like 70% of the snaps. Uh, the The Bears continue to not listen to the cries of anguished fantasy analysts who want to see more Khalil Herbert when David Montgomery's healthy. So, yeah, he's, a, he's an RB, too, for me. He's probably the player I'm most excited to start in this game, but you know, most excited to start in a Bears-Commanders game is, is a relative thing so yeah let's move on to some of the other running backs and one key one this week and a guy who really popped in my initial run of projections and rankings was you know benjamin obviously you know his status is going to depend on the status of james connor and daryl williams it sounds like williams is out connor dealing with a rib injury it's not clear would you sit david montgomery to play you know benjamin I would. He's a uh, top 15 back for me this week, assuming, and that's the problem. I guess I can't say that I would. No, I would not. Because on Thursday night, we're not going to know if James Conner's playing or not. Yeah, that's um, that's the tough one. That's why I, I, it was a bit of a trick question. Because I like yeah. you, if James Conner's out, I think you know, Benjamin is a, should be ranked higher than David Montgomery. It's just the uncertainty makes it hard to trust him. But what about if we get to you know, Saturday, Sunday morning, and it looks like, you know, Benjamin's going to play. Would you start him over someone like Miles Sanders? Not Sanders. I have him in my top 12, but I would start him over most RB2s. He'd be a top 15 running back for me. I, again, I think this is one of those situations where it's almost like Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, where, you know, Benjamin's just got more juice right now than James mm-hmm. Conner does. I wouldn't be surprised if his role grows, even if Conner stays healthy. But doesn't sound, if there's no Conner, then he's a, he's a top 15 running back, especially in this matchup. The Seahawks one of the best matchups for running backs and everyone else. And they play a style that has historically given up a lot of receptions to running backs. Yeah. So you'd start him over the likes of Melvin Gordon, Najee Harris, Ezekiel Elliott, those guys. Yes. All right. Uh, How are you feeling about James Robinson this week? Um, There are a whole bunch of people on a buy and I still don't want to start James Robinson. Yeah, he was starting to lose snaps to Travis Etienne last week. Um, what do you think the situation – like, is this a, a game script thing, or do you think Travis Etienne's just better? 
I think it's right now a 50-50 split in the running game and ETN's doing more work in the passing game. I think the trend is that it's moving more and more towards ETN and, and away from James Robinson. I wonder if it's just a fooled you situation with James Robinson's recovery from the Achilles. And, you know, it was really early in the season, like two or three big runs and a whole lot of two yards and a cloud of dust. Those big runs have disappeared for Robinson. And now it looks like ETN's better. Yeah, 45% of James Robinson's runs uh, yards so far have come on four carries of more than 20 yards. And it was, it felt weird early in the season. I mean, we're still early in the season, but you know, after week one, two, three, when he had the 50 yard touchdown run, it was like, wow, he looks great. D- does he though? Yeah. I, it was pretty, he looked pretty slow, even though he was getting free. It was kind of bad defense. So yeah, I, I agree. I think Travis Etienne is just a better player at this point, but Robinson's not going to go away. Would you start Etienne over Robinson? I would, but neither one of them are my top 25. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to some wide receivers real quick before we go. And let's talk about some guys who have been a little disappointing over the past couple of weeks. Rank these three, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, and Jalen Waddle. I will go, well, we're assuming Skylar Thompson's starting right now. So Jalen Waddle is going okay. to be at the, at the last of that group for me. I would start... Christian Kirk over Deontay Johnson over Jalen Waddle. Kirk is the only one of those three in my top 24 wide receivers. Johnson just outside. And I just, you have to wonder, and we've said it before, but is George Pickens going to start finally encroaching on Deontay Johnson's targets? Because, man, as much as I've harped on Deontay Johnson being an inefficient wide receiver in the past, it has cratered even worse this year. Yeah, his target share is 24% with Kenny Pickett. That's the highest of their wide receivers, but lower than it has been. We're dealing with small sample sizes here. Although, you know, I do think the fact that the Steelers were willing to let Kenny Pickett throw 52 times, even in a blowout, you know, you expect them to pass a lot when they're losing. But, you know, even putting him in that situation, I think does bode pretty well for this passing game. And it could be a situation where both Pickens and Johnson are worth using. But uh, I, I think I would still pick Johnson to lead the team in targets, even if, you know, Pickens might be more efficient. So I'm still starting Deontay Johnson. He's a top 24 wide receiver for me, but then Christian Kirk also is this week as well. So that'll, uh, that'll do it for week six, start sick calls on Wednesday for fantasy football today in five. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.